it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Fine. I feel like you're mocking me. Was that sarcastic? <laughs> no, but so like it's, uh, it's 10 to 10. It's no rules. On Tuesday night, it's no rules. I just spent the last hour recording the 500 names of our high school graduates, and I suck at pronouncing stuff, so there was a lot of like, oh, I said that completely wrong, and then starting again. Some of you, I asked on the form, (laughs) right? In the form, I'm like, I mean, I know I suck at pronouncing people's names. I'm just like, I mean, I don't have any reading difficulties, but like reading names out loud, reading text out loud, I can do like a boss. Reading names, mm, no, I, I'm terrible at it. Like when I go on the radio, I'll pronounce Smith wrong. Like I just, like it, my brain does not work. I mean, with names in general, I'm very, very bad with them. And uh, so I asked on the graduation form, tell me how to pronounce your name. And some people just put, say it however you want. <laughs> and I would just like to say, Fuck you, all of you guys. Uh, if I called you Bob Smith and your name was actually Mauricio Velasquez, that's your own goddamn fault because you didn't tell me and you made me very stressed out. Uh, no, it's, it's fine. Most, I mean, some people left it blank when it was like Sarah Hall. I don't know if there actually was a Sarah Hall, but there were some pretty easy ones. But there were some like really hard ones for me, you know, like not English or whatever names, names of people originating from England, <laughs> which means I suck at them. Uh, so you're strong on Smith and Hall. Yeah, I'm really good at the like Anglo-Saxon names, and that's about it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so there's, you know, like Indian names and Russian names, and they're like, just say it however you want. No, man, I'm going to call you Bob Smith then. That's what I want. That I can say. I'm going to feel like an idiot trying to say your name. You won't tell me. Uh, you won't tell me. I asked. I literally asked. Whatever you want. I think they mean they don't care. Yeah, well, Bob Smith. If you're like, she Jen didn't say my name, it's because you're Bob Smith. They might have regrets, though. Yeah. Anyway, so I've just been doing that for the last hour, and JR Dad keeps going, you want to do a podcast? And I was like, <laughs> I don't really have anything to talk about on the podcast, JR Dad. I've been recording Golden Ratio stuff for an hour, yeah. and then he's like, we should do a podcast. And I'm like, what are we going to talk about? And he's like, we can talk about this thing we talked about before. I'm like, no, we can't. And he's like, we should really do a podcast. So, JR Dad, you're driving. I've, I've provided my two minutes of content, and you're in charge for the rest of the No Rules podcast. This is, we're giving away way too many secrets here. This, this interpersonal <laughs> dynamic just does not need to be shared with everyone, <laughs> except it's No Rules, and, and of course, we can share it with, with everyone. Yeah. No, usually you have an outline, and then you're like, I got nothing one, to talk point about. Point two, point three. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I want it to be content-filled and interesting. Well, I think it can, sometimes it can be interesting without being content-filled. All right. Well, I've bitched about graduation, so uh, I'm actually good. having a very fun time with it. It's a great project, but this is the most stressful part. <laughs> like, I don't want to screw up you guys' Oh, you're names. coming up with graphics and music and everything. You're doing a good job. I have had a ton. I mean, like, two, literally 200 people have helped with this between, like, pulling graphics and formatting things and making the programs and mailing stuff. Like, it, it has been a real like fan community effort um who's got two thumbs and hasn't helped (laughs) this guy 
Well, tomorrow, Jared I have Ed's, promises. I've only made promises. He's like, I can read some of the names. I'm like, that's great. Like we can, you know, switch off. Like I'll do a hundred, you do a hundred, which you're gonna think is a great idea until you try to read a hundred. Worcester, 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 What is even this? Yeah. Anyway, what do you want to talk about, Jared? Ed? Uh, I don't know. A couple things. Okay. I read something somewhere on Twitter because that's where I'm spending a lot of time these days. I noticed when I walk past you when you're quote unquote working that often Twitter is on your screen. Yeah, it's hard. It's a it's a bit of an addiction. It's hard no. to avoid because I got to keep up with you know the girls. It <laughs> <laughs> takes two minutes. Hops is sitting there looking the at him like move, <laughs> and he's like, "Hang on, I got to see what you're doing on Twitter." <laughs> You have come back from runs sometimes, and I was like, how was it? And you go, check, my, check out my Instagram story. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell him I saw a snake. I want him to see the photo first. I mean, see the actual snake does yeah, seem like yeah, a good thing. I know. Yeah. So, I, you know. But that doesn't explain the volume, I understand. <laughs> anyway, there's something in there about... No, Matt sent this around. Like, if, you know, <clears throat> if you take... If you have an idea, you, you should do it in five minutes. You should take action in five minutes or else like your brain just fights against it and you'll never end up doing it. Oh, interesting. I did. I've been working on graduation. summarizing it badly, but it's basically that. This is like how you live your life. Like you have an idea, you do it, not even five minutes. You do it. You do it and you do it well. It's not like you rush through it and half-ass it, but you start it. I think that's a thing. Like I have found even for big things like whatever, writing my dissertation, right? Like that's a year long process. I mean, some, you know, and that's obviously a very big project, but there are a lot of projects that it's like, this is a huge project and it's going to take a lot, you know, dozens of hours to finish. I always find that if I start on that project, if I get an outline, if I write down like here's 10 things I have to do and I work 10 minutes on the first thing that it feels so much more manageable to come back to yeah Uh, it's it's just hard I mean it's it's weird but I'm the opposite I'm like deadline driven so I will calculate how much time I have left until the deadline and then get on Twitter (laughs) (laughs) I mean this is the thing you and I have talked about this before but I don't think on the podcast that there's like this sort of ethos where and and it's interesting how it plays out especially with gender dynamics not that this is necessarily a gendered thing where like men put stuff off till deadlines and women don't but you often will see it in business context where there's like teams that are working on projects so like so you have to come up with an advertising pitch for this client and it has to be you know, submitted by midnight on, you know, three weeks from now. And one team will kind of come up with a plan. And these teams are often led by women because of the criticism that women face for all sorts of things. And we come up with a plan and all sorts of intermediate deadlines. And everybody like does their work over the course of the three weeks and a couple days before it's due, it's done. It's properly checked and it's submitted. And then there's other teams who kind of just screw around they talk some big ideas and they don't do anything until like two days before the deadline they don't have anything done and then everybody just works like mad into the late nights sleeping in the office not eating drinking a lot of coffee and they get it done like 
five minutes before it's due. And that kind of thing is celebrated in some way. Like, look at how they pulled that out at the end where the people who like actually just like came up with a reasonable plan and did it and got it done early aren't celebrated in kind of the hero way. And that and their work product is probably better. It, it is, really right? Because you have is. time to check it and, and revise it and whatever. And I, I had read an article about this, how it often plays out with gender dynamics. Not that there's a, I don't, I have studied this and I don't think there's a big gender difference in this, the personality trait is conscientiousness. Are you like a list maker, planner, whatever? Or are you a kind of procrastinator, like a little bit disorganized, showing up late for stuff? Um, we are kind of opposites. Yeah, and, and I'm not, I mean, there's there's other things going on, though. I don't think that it's better to wait till the last minute. No, 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 I'm, I'm not saying that, right? But like you, if, the, if it was like, oh, so that, that's a personality trait, right? Like, like well-established psychological personality trait, conscientiousness. If there were gender differences where like men tended to be procrastinators more than women, then you could go, oh, all right, well, I see how that kind of plays out. But I don't, I don't think there is. I think it's about the same. But it, it's interesting, like the article that I had read about this kind of like teams in business, and it was particularly about like leadership and how, um, you know, women tend to not get the credit that they deserve a lot because there's like pressure put on them. Like if they wait until the last minute, they're kind of seen as flighty mm-hmm. and irresponsible but if there's men that wait until the last minute, they sometimes get celebrated as these heroes that like pulled the team together and whatever. And when there's then women leaders who are getting stuff done on time and doesn't have like that big heroic climax, get it all done at the end, like they don't get the same celebration. That's right. um, and so it's not so much like men tend to procrastinate and women don't. It's that in this, in this sort of business context, there's this, uh, and this isn't my main research area, but I've, I read this thing about it, that there's this sort of observed trend that because of the the sort of standards that women are held to, they kind of rise to leadership positions if they're good at planning and getting stuff done on time and whatever. And men can rise to those positions if they're not good at it and even sort of get celebrated for it yeah. sometimes. I mean, it's it's certainly, as with all sexist things, magnified in, in law firms still. I mean, I think it's <clears throat> oh, probably yeah. gotten better, but, you know, I was in law firms eons ago when we had stone tablets and <laughs> guys with long white beards. But, um, I mean, it was clearly a macho thing to pull an all-nighter. Mm-hmm. And it was, if if you said, oh, I had to pull an all-nighter to write the brief, nobody ever thought to say, well, you're kind of an idiot for managing your time badly. Why did it have to be an all-nighter, right? Yeah. Like that, the people which is actually like, the right answer. Oh, I know. People will always be like, "Awesome, right?" And and, yeah, and there really were committed. and there were lawyers who thought it was stupid. Probably women lawyers too, who'd be like, "I'm done with the brief. It's a day early. Why am I? Why do I have to stay all night?" And then the guys would be like, "Dude, you gotta stay all night. You gotta sight check. We'll find. We'll make. We'll we'll expand the work to so we can still pull in the nighter and, and appear to be working hard and bill more hours. I mean, it's just such a weird." cultural thing i i mean i think that's a thing and we've talked about this in a a few contexts like like this idea of like you suffered for it (laughs) right like we we've talked about this with like 
uh, with rowing too, right? Like I think you had gone to some rowing competition and, and someone had thrown up after like one of the things and the coach was like, Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, that means that person was not at the level of fitness to perform the way they did. And it's like, it, your dad's like trying to be like, well, that's, that's, kind of <laughs> that's different. different. That's different. It, <laughs> the thing is like the person who does that well and doesn't throw up is better. No, no. Yeah. They can, then they could have gone harder. I mean, that's the thing, right? There, There's this celebration of like going really hard as opposed to just actually being good at it and planning and like doing it right. <laughs> and and I, I, I know that it's a different thing to be like, yeah, I stayed up all night like working on this brief versus like I managed my time and got it done on time so I could like go home on time and it was all done and it was done better because it wasn't last minute. I think it's like the same kind of attitude that's also like, oh yeah, like they went so hard that they puked, that celebrates that guy that throws up and not the guy that beat him that didn't throw up because he was better trained and better prepared. Like I think there's, it's that same attitude of like, it's better to like work really hard even if you're not doing a great job than to like actually do it right. I mean, the, the, I'm not arguing with you. I'm agreeing with you generally, although <clears throat> rowing's still cool. Um, <laughs> But it's this whole, it's the, the, these, these things clash, like, we've talked about this, like training for a marathon or training for an ultra, right? You can't just cram for... You <laughs> for, do try that sometimes. I, like, totally would do that if it worked. I would be like, oh, I got to run a marathon in a week. I got to run 20 miles this Saturday to get, get it all in, to get, get the practice in. And you're like, that was three months ago when you should have been doing this. You yeah. know, you can't now rewind. There are certain things... It's interesting. There you can't cram, right? You can't pull the all-nighter and, and do it. You could yeah. suffer, I guess. That's, that's, that's the answer. Yeah. The non, the maladaptive response. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but, but I, I don't, I'm too old for all-nighters. I mean, I don't, it's not that important anymore. There's, there's not glamour. I know I could, used to be able to do it. <laughs> So I don't have to prove anything to myself, I guess. It's not fun. No. It was cool at some point. Cool to sit in your law firm working was it on cool? a brief. No, I don't mean cool externally. Like, you'd sit around and you go, man, you know, I could I could work all night. This is this is pretty neat. I guess you don't get that <laughs> at all. Do you? <laughs> She's looking at me like I'm growing a second head. Like, what stupid <laughs> thing are you saying? Uh, yes, I don't understand. No. Um, I, I never have any problem staying up all night. Like, that's the thing, right? I do. I, I have never had a problem. I have problems staying up on the couch. Just I mean, so. like, I don't, if I stay up all night, I don't like how I feel it. Like the worst feeling for me is being up all night and then dawn breaking, like makes me kind of physically ill. I don't like that feeling, but I don't have any problem staying no, up. You've got a, you've done never it have. many, many times in your life. You've yeah. worked a lot and you don't. So, but I can, I can like yeah. sleep anywhere. So anyway, so <laughs> how do we get on this? Do start things in five minutes. Don't, oh, start things in five don't minutes. Don't put yeah. things off. Don't. And for me, it means um, this is oversimplifying, right? But don't make the perfect enemy of the good, right? Just this be, is definitely because your I'm demon, yeah. super aware of I might be making things worse by doing things, or I might be making a mistake. I'd rather just let me think about it for a little bit more and make sure that. That I'm not doing anything wrong. And it could be anything, right? Like ordering, I don't know, new forks. I'd be like, oh, 
maybe we have forks already. Maybe, maybe I just need to find the other ones. Do we <laughs> this really sort of need thing them? happens. And then, and then I'm like, well, I don't, you know. And so I never order the forks, and then we don't have forks, right? It's like, but, and you're just like, order the forks, and then you've created this reality that you can de- then deal with, right? This yeah. is not unmanageable. If you've got extra forks, big deal. Return it sometimes them. happens where it's like, we need forks, and your dad's like, okay, I'm going to buy the forks. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to let him do it. And it's two days later, there's no forks. <laughs> and so I just order them. And then like three weeks later, he's like, I think I'm going to order these forks. I'm like, man, I bought forks three weeks ago. Oh, like, man. we're fine. And I'm like, I don't want to get the wrong forks. Yeah. What if they're, what if it's, what if Amazon's top choice isn't the good one? <laughs> what, what if, what if they come in, what if they're the wrong size? What if they're comically large? What? So Interestingly, just, yeah. this I think is, having taught for a very long time, because uh, I, I mean, I was teaching even when I was in undergrad, I was TAing master's classes in computer science. This, I think, is a profound difference between people who are like generally good with computers and tech stuff Ooh. and people who aren't. And it is absolutely not an age thing, like as someone teaching undergrads right now, right, including freshmen mm-hmm. um, who are not computer science majors, like the ones who really struggle in the class are the ones who worry that they're going to screw something up. And the ones who do well are like, let's just try it. And if it doesn't work, you know, I'll ask questions. But like to be good at programming, but even to just like be good with using technology, you just got to go like, I've, I've got things in a state where I can always go back to it. Cause sure you could break something. I can go back to this thing. Uh, let's just try this thing and see what happens. Yeah. And if it sucks, like who cares? Then you just go back, right? Like just change this setting. Just like, you know, people will be like, well, how do, you know, what happens if I click this thing? I'm like, well, click the thing. Like, why are you asking me? Click the thing. Push the button. Just push the button. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I push this button? But that's the thing, right? It's just a piece of software. Like, it's just an app. What You're not going to call the police. Like, you're not going to, nothing bad is going to happen. What's the worst thing? You crash something and then you just start it over again. Like nothing bad actually happens if you screw stuff up. But there's a lot of people and they're just like, oh, like I better really learn all about this. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to push. Like computer scientists, like when, you know, like we got a new printer and you're like, I can't get the printer work. I don't, I haven't done IT for like 20 years, but like, I'll just look something up online. I'll try a bunch of stuff. Eventually something works. I don't really know why. But, like, I get it to work not because, like, I'm smarter than you. I mean, I, I, I guess mean, I've you, got more IT experience nah, than Maybe you. you are a little smarter than me, too. But, but I think it's mostly that I'm willing to just, like, yeah, let's look it up and try some stuff and see what sticks. And, and then sometimes I'll be like, it's not working. Why is it not working? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can try some other stuff to make it work. Uh, but I think, like, that willingness to be like, let's just do some stuff. And then if it doesn't work, we'll try something else, like... Yeah, it's just weird. You I mean you try that like repairing an engine or something, and and you can actually do harm, right? You can break it. Yeah. I mean, make but not everything's like that. Break a software; it's not the same break. You can. You're just typing stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you've got like a an idea for a thing you want to start, and you start it, and what you, re- I mean, do you know how many book outlines I have? Like, oh, I should write a book on this thing, and I write an outline in half of chapter one, and. Some yeah. of it sucks. It, sometimes I'm like, man, that was a stupid idea I had. I didn't break anything by writing it. I yeah. spent, you know, 15 minutes, whatever, doing a thing. And then no, that's that's good. I mean, that's yeah. that's a lower risk activity, right? But even like the, 
buying on Amazon. I mean, I'm just having to adjust to the fact, and I'm an old man now learning these things. But nothing, it's not like, <laughs> you keep saying this, right? It's so easy to say nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. What's, what's the worst that could happen? Um, and there are a lot of worse that could happen. I mean, when you're a lawyer, you kind of think about like all the terrible things that could happen all the time, but they're very unlikely. But basically, you've basically just created a reality by doing something, mm -hmm. and then you kind of got to deal with that. Yeah. And there you go. You've taken, like, you've either changed one variable or created some fact that you then have to deal with. And it's not really debilitating that. You know, if worst case, I bought the wrong forks. Like and then that's we send is, them back. That isn't a fact that I can deal with. Yeah. But when it's hypothetical, it all seems a little overwhelming and scary, and I don't want to... There's too many variables. Yeah. Right? But once you push the order button, you've kind of created... Maybe that's a dumb example, but it works for me. No, no. I, this is a weird, like, hang-up that I have. This yeah. literally is... I mean, not that we've had this with forks, but we've definitely had this kind of thing before, where oh, yeah. it's like, Ingo's like, I'm going to go buy this thing, and then... Three days later, I'm like, he's he's not going to buy that thing for a long time. I want to buy the best thing, the yeah. most perfect thing. And I just don't know. And I have ordered the wrong thing before. And how do I really know? I better look it up some more and think about it. And yeah. And meanwhile, it doesn't get. <laughs> and then I'm like, I just bought. bought the thing on Amazon. It looked bought. right. I just bought the first and it's thing. fine. Is it the perfect one? We will never actually know because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't no. get perfection points for <laughs> forks or whatever it is coasters no. or whatever indeed so yeah but yeah. start the thing take this some great steps advice. when yeah. it's when it's in your head when it's in my head let me be specific it all seems overwhelming and scary and it's like you're trying to plan all the chess moves and trying to anticipate the, the yeah. counter the problems and trying to solve those it's a waste of time just do it yeah and solve the problems if they show up I mean, it's the extreme of it is I don't like it either, which is just like move fast and break stuff. But that's kind of liberating. Like just do stuff and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I think, and again, this is a thing I run into a lot, especially when I'm trying to teach people to program that like, if you're doing a, a big-ish thing, you, not like something that's going to take months, right? But even something that's going to take a few hours, that's, that's Vink having a dream in the background. Right. <laughs> You know, if it takes a few hours of work, like that's still a pretty big thing to wrap your brain around and trying to figure it all out ahead of time so then you can just do it is so hard. And and a lot of times you don't anticipate all the stuff in the middle. And I see this with like students who I'm like, write a program that does this. And then they try to figure out how to write the whole program. And it's like, man, don't do that. Like write the first line of the program and then go, okay, well, there's this part and that part. So then write the code to like, go do this one part. Don't, don't write the part. Just be like, go over here. This is where the first part will be. Go over here. This is where the second part will be. Like write one line at a time and make sure that all works. You know, it's like outlining whatever your project is. Like yeah. write down like what are the five big things that go in here and then later you can go break that down further and whatever. It never really works if you try to get the whole thing in your head first. It paralyzes some people yep. and then you usually have to revise it anyway. And if you just do one little thing at a time and like make sure that thing's good, it makes it easier to go on to the next. But that's the thing. Like that's emails <laughs> for me too, right? Like business emails. It's like I'll draft them. I'll put them in the draft folder. I'll let's let them sit for a while. I'll think about it. I'll make sure they're – and I'm learning that you just got to send them, right? It's 80% yeah. of the time. Even if they're, they have a typo in them, no one cares. If it's 
not the perfect email. It, it'll still communicate the idea and it'll do it two hours earlier than otherwise. This is why I'd seen something. Someone had posted this meme on Twitter, I think before all of the COVID stuff. And it was like uh, the message that you send to your professor to get them to respond fine. And it's got, it was so funny because yeah. it's so accurate. And it's got this like, dear professor, I am so sorry to trouble you, but you know, this and this and this, and this it's like other an asking thing. for an extension or and something. And I, yeah, you know, would it be okay <laughs> if I turn in the project 12 hours late? Uh, you know, this person died and I've really been struggling with it. And I know this is an imposition on your time and like this five paragraph email. And then the professor email is just fine. Okay. <laughs> I totally do that. Like I'll be like out running and I'll be like, Oh, this, Oh geez. Look at this email. Read this all. It's one extension. Reply. Fine. Send. Like that's it. Uh, one word. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, man, I got to acknowledge all these things. I get a craft a response that is measured, but that isn't, doesn't set a precedent for other students and doesn't encourage him to do it again. The next time someone dies and you know, and you're just like, fine, moving on. Next thing. Yeah. Next problem. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of laugh every time I just respond fine. I'm like, out of my inbox, done. Okay, moving on. Yeah, yeah you're very good at clearing out your inbox. You yeah. make a thing. Because you just do stuff. Yeah, it's good. Get, getting shit done getting, I, is a, a common refrain in the house when I'm cranking through things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just don't, you don't just plan projects. You do them. You actually spend very little time planning. I mean... It actually moves right into doing. Yeah. And I, I'm like, unless I have the perfect plan, I don't think I want to do it. <laughs> Too scary. So I end up with all these plans that I'm like, eh, that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I didn't actually push that button. I push all the buttons. <laughs> you do. Yeah, you well, do. Stuff gets done. Big red buttons, flashing Look, buttons. It's pretty buttons. rare that I screw stuff up, though. The thing is, I think if you practice this a lot... I don't you, think you focus on it. You may have screwed some stuff up and you're like, eh, this is, doesn't matter. Nothing terrible happens, right? Like if whatever... You, you ordered like 200 eggs once or was something. Like, because <laughs> you're fast, on the, eggs, fast yeah. on the button. It wasn't a disaster, but you were giving away a lot of eggs. I had a lot of eggs. 20 dozen, right? Wasn't it? 20 dozen eggs. I meant to order two. <laughs> There's like a zero in the box and I thought it would get replaced with the two and I just did it really fast and it just put the two in front of the Buy zero. Buy it now. Oh. So 20 dozen eggs. It's uh, a lot of eggs. And I was like, why'd you guys give me so many eggs? It's from like a farm that delivers eggs. And they're like, well, you ordered 20 dozen. I'm like, could you take them back? And they're like, nope. Can't really put them back in the chickens, ma'am. No. <laughs> uh, I still think that is very funny. But yeah, like whatever. <laughs> if, you, if you get in the habit of just like doing stuff, and none of us, very few of us are making like life and death decisions, right? If you're a surgeon or a cop, like be more careful, right? But most of us aren't doing stuff like that. And so then you get really used to figuring out just like how to do the thing when it's time to do the thing. Like, and your gut instincts. I mean, this is a thing where Jared Ann and I kind of are opposites of each other, where like he'll really like stop and and reason through and like think and research. And I'll be like, it's this thing. Yeah. Right? Like this is my gut reaction, my intuition. different or better actually. I mean, I, I I mean I'm right the vast majority of the time. And yeah. when I'm wrong, like it's not that big a deal. No. Right? I'm not sure you've ever been care. wrong. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there's, there's stuff that I've screwed up in little ways, but yeah, it's like, who cares? 
20 dozen eggs is not was not the end of the world no i mean we had some angel food cakes i made gave some away a lot people. of egg we, um, were, we were like carrying around egg cartons just to random strangers one a dozen eggs here you go yeah my parents were there and you're like here's four egg cartons <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Your mom thought I was crazy, but, you know, she thinks I'm crazy anyway. She's got a lot of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thing number one, do a thing. When, when you just think do about it. the thing, don't, just do don't, the thing. Yeah, don't let That'd it be a great motto. For more than five minutes. You should trademark that. <laughs> you should trademark it. I'm, that's just not me it. at all. <laughs> just do it. You're funny. <laughs> ah, no one's ever come up with that before. Yeah, good work. I'll get sued just for saying it, perhaps. <laughs> You're a lawyer. You can defend yourself. Uh, that's fair use. That's Hashtag a very bad idea. You've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't yeah. don't say it. Okay. Okay. I can't even reconstruct it anyway. So, yeah. So I just want to say that, and then I did want to say I, people, send us cards, and you know this was like mostly around the holidays and Valentine's Day and and things, but it's very nice and it is. I get the sense that a lot of the listener listeners followers yeah the squad <laughs> I don't know, do we have a good name for them GR, uh, GR some groupies? people call themselves the ratio heads the ratio heads that's yeah. not bad yeah that they're they're unfairly elevating us and and sometimes unfairly putting themselves down a little bit oh i think they're all pretty awesome and the ones we met at the live show were like really cool Every, everybody and that we've met in person everyone, has been awesome. And everyone who's sent us cards is like, they're great, thoughtful cards and really nice. And, you know, again, they just did it. They just wrote the card, which is awesome right That's there. so nice, yeah. And I just think it's impressive. And they should not be bashful about it or, or you know, feel like they need to be exactly like you or like me, mostly you. But they, they're just doing a good job. It's so shout out, to, shout out to you all out there. Yeah, we Might go, not need to be said, but um, it needs to be said. I think that's great. We go to the P.O. box, and it's always, like, super exciting. We, we probably go. Now we're going less, obviously, because we don't leave the house as much. But, um, you know, we used to go, like, three or four times a week. And even now it's, like, twice a week. Go check the P.O. box. Yeah. And it's, like, people send, like, little presents to the dogs. You know, send, like, little treats or a little toy. They send us cards. And, like, yeah. we literally, like, get into the car. And rip the stuff open, like read the cards to each other. Like it's, it is a really wonderful thing that we, uh, that we kind of bask in because it's so nice. Yeah, we, and it's so positive. Yeah. Also, but it's also just awesome, and, and you're you're all great. We so have never good. received hate mail. No, never received hate mail, and we've never received mail we didn't think was great. Yeah, it's all been really nice. Yeah. Thank you. So thanks, everyone. You pat yourselves on the back. You're you're doing great. And we, I. We, I try my best to send uh, thank you notes to people, especially for the, the presents, uh, if you guys have your names and stuff on there. Yeah, in, our, in our division of labor, I don't do that. <laughs> no, no, I'm, the, I'm definitely the thank you note writer. Yeah. So uh, that's, I just yeah. wanted to say that because when some things, you know, we, we just assume it goes without saying maybe, but it doesn't go without saying. You guys no, are great. really nice. You guys are really awesome. Totally. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Good job. Yeah. Good job. That's all I got. Okay. That was it. Hey, this is like a solid length, no mm. rules podcast. Rambly. Dogs are all fine. <laughs> Everybody's good. You'll get that updated Dogs in are two days fine. on the regular podcast. Exactly. The rules podcast. Yeah, I'll put my pants back on uh, for the rules podcast. All right. Well, look, dear dad, you did a good job leading the discussion on this podcast that I was resistant to do. 
Yeah, you just got to do it. I, I appreciate it because it got me out of going, I could spend that hour recording more people's names nah, and audio. I'll, my do, I'll do some too. It, it'll be good. I'll share that. Yeah, we got to do it all like tomorrow, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, never do today what you can put off till tomorrow. <laughs> Excellent. 500 of them done tonight. 2,500 to go. Yeah, we'll, it's not a problem. We'll knock Ooh. those up. No, it'll be fine. Uh, all right. Well, good job, dear dad. Thanks, everyone, for being nice to us and for listening. And until next time, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, you can't bite anyone through a mask. We just discovered that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> don't bite anyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>